we're middle of these Gemara's here in the end of the fifth parak, which which they seem very innocuous and like you know one after another and not and not important, but they're actually mamish, very very important in daily halacha, as we'll see tonight. These Gemara's are zeir negeya. So we started a Gemara Thursday night on Lamedal and Lamed Aleph about where a person bows, a regular person bows in Ovois and in Moedim. A kind God, we said, the more hush of a person is, the more he has to bow. And finally, a Melech, a Spitz hush, he has to stay bowed the whole time. We then, we then said the different levels of bowing. We talked about Kida, Kiriya, and Hishtachavaya. And now, we're up to a Gemara that takes a little spin on the bowing, a little detour. And we are three or four lines before the lines get medium on Lamedal and Amabase. It would probably be easier to say we're like something like 10 lines from the top of Lamedal and Amabase. Omar, Omar Ravchia, Breder of Huna, Chazinu Lala, Bayevarove, I saw Bayevarove, Dematsliat Sluye. They didn't bow. They leaned on their side. It's Machlikas Rashi Taisis in Megillah. Why? Rashi says in Megillah because an Adam Choshev is not allowed to do Hishtachavaya. It's not, you know, as you know, these are various forms of submission. Which means, you know, the more, the more I place myself at risk of you, if you think about this, like in the olden days, so every guy had a sword. Right, like um, the days of chivalry, so every guy had a sword, and like you know, like you know, the hilchas drawing the sword, you, you draw like that. So when I give you my right hand to shake, what I'm doing is I'm saying, like, I mean you no harm. Here's my hand that would get my sword. You, you can take it. But it was like, if I'm really quick, haha, the minute you stick up my hand and take my sword, kill you. So if I wanna, if I wanna make myself more mishubit to you, I bow. Like I can't hurt you right now. And if I want to make myself more mishubah to you, I get on my knees, like as in the cops, like they make the guy sit on his knees. And if I really want to be mishubah to you, you're spread on the ground, hands out. That's like what the cops do to a guy to make sure he's not going to make any more trouble. Amol, it impairs the breathing. Amol doesn't impair the breathing, but that's the general idea of the of that zach. So it doesn't pass for an adam chashev, doesn't pass for an adam chashev to be Subjected to such a shtach of voice. That's Tysus's. That's Tysus's opinion. Why? Oh, sorry. You're here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Just almost like. I, I'm, the cop should be in prison for at least twenty-eight years. Um, if if he was that right, I, I rather don't think he was. Um, I kids are. I kids are. So, that's that's Machlekes Rashi Tysus. But this has. Bear significance. Taisa says, no, you can't bow on Avonim. You can't bow on Avonim. Which is why on Roshan Yom Kippur, we put down, if you have a real floor, you don't need to do it here, they have carpet, but if you have a real floor, like a stone floor, you have to put down the paper towels. Now, people like put down the towel, they think it's for their suit. They put it by their knees. It's not for your suit. Don't we put it over carpet anyway? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Just, just be 
Zechel Dover, yeah. Where it's not where it's where it's where do you put it? Yeah. By your face. Your face can't face the, the stone, because that's like outside of the base. I mean, we don't bow down to a stone. It's really like, if you have a heart, if it's like wood and, let's say in yeshiva, that's stone. Yeah, yeshiva, that, that's stone. stone. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you, you need to do that there. Knees would be an issue also. Can't do knees on, on stone stuff. Can't do knees on anything per se. But the main thing is the head. Your head really I don't think so. I think there's anything about the knees also. Anything about the knees also? Yeah. I, I thought it was very mothballed. Oh, really? I think it was about the knees. Oh, really? Fascinating. No, no, no. I never saw the stuff. He died. Somebody died in 1985. 84, yeah. <laughs> I remember when the stipler was nifter. It's the first time I heard of the stipler. I remember there was the sea mishnayis of all the kids in Borough Park and Kamenetz. The year we went was the zech nishmas the stipler. Who's the stipler? But the no the the sea mishnayis. I don't know. They said camp. I figured something like camp. Kamenet. Yeah. 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 And we learned in another brisa, Harezim Meguna. It's disgusting. Like Hasha, Habetchila Halabsaif. Depends. In the beginning of Maidim, that's very good to, that's very good to uh, bow. In the end, it's very bad to bow. Now, our mission already said you bow twice. Rava Kara Rava bowed both in the beginning and in the end. So the Rajba says it must be that Rava didn't have the same gears in the Gemara as us, the Brisa. But the Ravid that the Rajba brings, the Ravid says, no, 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 no. Agamar is talking about Moedim and Shmonesrei. Keep the Gemara the way it is. What the Gemara is saying is Rava bowed both. Trila and Saif is talking about Moedim Durabana. So I don't know if you've ever seen. We all bow in the beginning of Maidim Durabanan. I don't know if you've ever seen someone also bow by Baruch Kalaidais at the end of Maidim Durabanan. That is this Ravid. The Ravid says that what Rava is talking about over here, Rava Karabahida, Rava bowed by Maidim Trila Visaif, Zok the Ravid, it's brought in the Rajba, that that's talking about Maidim Durabanan. And the Beis Yosef says, you don't have to keep this, but it's nice to keep the Ravid. And the Bach says, the Rambam disagrees with the Ravid, but the Ra- even the Rambam would agree, you should give a token bow in the end. That at the end of Moedim Drabonon, says the Bach, that even the Ravid would agree, even the Rambam would agree to the Ravid, that it's nice to give a little bow in the end, to show that I do not deny the Haidah that everyone else is doing now. Okay, now, says the Gemara. I'm really Rabbanon. The, the Rabbanon asked, Rava, am I Kavan Marhachi? Why do you do this? Didn't you see the Brysa that says you shouldn't bow twice and made them? 
Amul, listen, I'm sorry. Chazina Rav Nachman Dekara. I saw the great Rav Nachman bow. V'chazina Rav Sheshis Dekavarachi. And I also saw the great Rav Sheshis do this. Says the Gemara, Ay, Vahatanya Hakireya Bahidoa. If a person bows by Haidoa, it's disgusting. Like we discussed last week, it's overkill. It's uncalled for. And like we saw from Tysus in the beginning of last week, when you do something that's uncalled for, that is something we stop. We don't, we don't make up our own rules here. So says the Gemara, it's disgusting. No, no. That's telling you say, that's improper to bow. But by Moedim, it's proper to bow. Says more, you're wrong. Nice try. We have another Bryce that says if you bow by Haida and Haida of Halo, it's improper. So don't try to say that Haida is talking about Haida of Halo because this Bryce says it separately and includes, of course, it shouldn't bow by Haida of Halo. And she says, No, I meant that's by Noidin Benching. So, bottom line, Haida in Halo. Very bad to bow. Haidu noidim benching, very bad to bow. Maidim and Shmanesrei, unclear if you should bow both in the beginning and the end. We bow both in the beginning and the end because that's what our Mishnah said. Maidim Durabanon is a machlaikas, rivid Rambam, whether or not you bow in the beginning and end of Maidim Durabanon. But one thing is clear, says Durabenu Yaina, and this is brought in Halacha. You don't add bowing. So, for instance, there apparently used to be a minig in Nishmas to say, and people used to go, bad idea, says Rabbi Yoyna. So now we have some issues in our davening, let's discuss. So when we forget, forget Rosh Hashanah Kippur, I shouldn't have done that nusach. Probably you didn't chapa. I was doing that nusach. But, but, but in, the, in the daily aleinu, in the daily aleinu, when you bow, what are you doing? We see from here, you're not allowed. To, you're not allowed to bow extra, and any extra bow is meidim is okay. Meidim drabbanan is uh, anything else is uh uh-uh. uh. So where does this come from to bow by Vanachnu Kairim? Say the Paiskim an important chilik. I'm not bowing in awe of the Rebbeinishal, in deference of the Rebbeinishal. All these places, that's talking to the Rebbeinishal. Don't bow. That's extra. You bow. That's extra. That's it. All those are talking to Hashem. And for you to bow there is extra. Don't be going overboard. But when you're talking about yourself, you're not giving extra bow, extra praise to your Hashem. We're talking about ourselves. When you're talking about yourselves and you want to make an impression on yourself, when you want to demonstrate on yourself, when you want to make it real by yourself, that's 100% fine. And that's what we're doing on, that's what we're doing on Yom Kippur. When we bow all those times, we're not bowing in deference to the Rebbe Shalom. We are mimicking the Kaingalo. I got to, if you've been paying attention to the daf lately, Rashi says that Shittas Rabbi Yaisi, the reason you're allowed to walk straight into the Kedush HaKadoshim, we don't have to walk on the other side to go around the curtain. The reason you're allowed to walk straight into Kedush HaKadoshim is because said Rashi over there, every year is right to go to the Kedush HaKadoshim on, on Yom Kippur. <laughs> 
So when we bow on Yom Kippur, and when we bow by Elenu, when we bow by Elenu, that is not a bow in honor, in deference, in awe of the Rebbeinu Shalolim, which is, you're not allowed to add on, that is to illustrate and demonstrate within ourselves. There's two other issues we have to discuss in this bowing thing. The Shulchan Aruch brings that the minig is to bow by Kaddish repeatedly. So, I, you know, I don't know, um, you know, you said Kaddish, I don't know, I don't know how many you, you looked into the halachas, like there's many bowings that the Shulchan Aruch calls for in Kaddish. Says the girl, uh-uh, none of them. None. And that's where you find this divergence in Minik. I don't know if you've seen some people that bow their head off by, by, by Kaddish. It's not bad. It's a Shulchan Aruch. Even Ashkenaz Svarna for sure do it. Because no one's arguing on the Mechaber by them. Yes, so... So they, they bow their head off by Kaddish. That's the that's the that's the sheet of the Machaber. And and listen, you know who are we to argue on the Machaber? What's the Makar to 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 give praise to the Rebbeinu? The Gra says no. That's a violation of our Gemara of adding on bowings because you're not showing anything to yourself. You're bowing in deference to Rebbeinu. Yiskadol should become great. Yiskadol should become helig. Shmei Rabba, the name of Kaddish Baruch That's that's bowing to the Rebbeinu. Says the Gra, uh, the Gra therefore nixes bowing by Kaddish. One more area. I don't know how Shulchan Aruch gets out of gets out of this Gemara. Meaning, well, it doesn't say it's usher. It just says you're not allowed to do it by Heida. You know, like but the Gra apparently is learning like us. And the Gemara says no extra bowing. Period. No chilukim when. So. We're, the way we're learning, apparently, the only guy learned how the Mechaber learned the Gemara. I don't know. I don't know much. One last thing where we all do bow, Baruch Hashem Amvayruch. When you make a Baruch both in, in like by Shachris and Mayriv and by an Aliyah, we bow. So the Bir Alacha struggles with this. How do we fit this into what we were saying? Meaning, we, we were very, very strict with the, with the bowings. And we have like, we mamish have a plan for everything. Magen Avram, yes. Beginning of Maidim, yes. End of Maidim, yeah, the Mishnah said to, so we do. Maidim Drabbanan, yes. End of Maidim Drabbanan, Machlekes Ramam Ravid. Kaddish Gros says, no. Um, no. What about Vanach Lukar? Personal. What about Vidin Yom Kippur? Personal. What about Barhu? So the Bir Alacha struggles. The Bir Alacha over here, I didn't write down the symbol. Bir Alacha struggles, and in the end, he finds a Pusik in Divrei Yomim that the Pusik in Divrei Yomim says when they made a Barhu, they bowed. So the, 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 the Bir Alacha hangs his hat on that to justify our bowing during Barhu. First of all, when we say bowing, means but we can bow or means like the nachal is hard like no 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 not no, no, bow bow so then you have all we just had yeah that that we just had anything more in you with it you bow to your left then you bow to your right which is directions right and measurable yeah yeah but that's not like a bowing and how you do it's not a bowing and praise 
there, it's a bowing in deference. Curzels, I don't know where it comes from, but people do it with the bowels. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Between like when you bend your knees or just like no, your head. no, no, no. Because it's all the same. It's all bad. Yeah, but I think it's not as a. It's not an haidah. It's it's like like a deference. Are you supposed to bow the upper karma of the shamash one? That's right. The silent one. I've seen I've seen both ways. I always wondered that. I Nobody knows what anybody does. I've <laughs> seen both ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think no. I think you're right. No. Don't say yeah. Don't say you should. Yeah, yeah. But is Baruch the same lashon as Mother? It's a different thing, isn't it? You're doing the same. We're thing? Pra- praising the Rebbeinu Shalom. You give me. Okay, so like I said, you know, you could go through this gemara in three seconds. <laughs> But this Gemara poses 10 Shilas daily. This a little Agatha. It poses 10 issues daily. The little teeny Gemara. Okay. Says the final Mishnah in the first half of Brachas. Hamispalel vitoa. If a person davens and messes up, it doesn't mean made a mistake like you, know, you skipped a word. It means like you totally lose your track, you totally lose your footing. Simon Raloi. It's a bad sign for him. It means the tefillah is the gate nishazegut. And if he's a chazin, Simon Ra Lusholachov, it is a bad sign for those that sent him. Because the shlech tzibur is din shliach of the tzibur, and there's always a din, shluchai shal adam kemaisi. Now, the Rabbi Yoyna over here says, this Mishnah was not meant in jest. This Mishnah was not meant in exaggeration. This Mishnah was not meant in hyperbole. Ben's not here, we could say that word. This Mishnah is not meant in hyperbole. Says the Rabbi Yoyna, the chazan is a shliach which is a revolution. Because if you would have asked anyone, with what lumdis is the chazin working for you, you would have said, Shemeya ka'ayna. You would have said, Shemeya ka'ayna. And, and, and the Rabbi Yoyna just said, the chazin is working in terms of which, you know, is probably not such a smart idea to be mefarsim. This has great, great, great ramifications. Be there. I definitely don't have to listen. I can learn my brains off. I can probably maybe even schmooze. You know, like, you know. Right. So, well, I mean, the Ikert feels Chazar's shots. We saw the guy earlier in this barrack. Chazar's shots are very important. It's not just talking when they were on Maratzen back in the day. They didn't know Shmaratzen. Even for us, the Rabbi Yoyna says this is serious business that a Shlech Tzibur is working midin. And not midin good times. The Velt like doesn't want to take this Rabbeinu at all. Like no, sorry, no, no, no. So they say there's a din that that if a person misses davening, the chazan is being moitzi am shebesadis. So they say that the Rabbeinu when he's talking that shluchzibur is a din of shluch shalukmoisay not shemeikaina. It's talking about the am shebesadis over the people in shul. Aravada being Yaitse Ushaimeya Kaina and not Shlukhashadam Kamaisa, so don't get any nasty ideas in your head. That's a development. Huh? If you go like a Rabbi Yaina, that's Yachan and not like that shot in it.
Oh, because we, we, don't, we don't assume you heard every word. But again, no, but saying, Rabbi Yenna wouldn't be. No, it's not coming from my side. No, yeah. but you were saying that he's, he's saying that if people have a feel that if he is, then why would you ever have to make it a feel? Because if you know about it, you have to dive in yourself. You shouldn't be saying Mechal Shulach Tzibar. Yeah, Shulach Tzibar, you're a Yotzer. Right. Were. Yeah, except they were Mishak, you have to dive in again. Yeah, I, that, that's a problem with Rabbi Yenna. That's why maybe they're right. Rabbi Yenna is talking all the time for Amshah Vesadis. They don't know Tzibar. Perhaps. But that's how they train, that's how they learn the other Rishonim. You know, the other Rishonim learn It means, in a figurative sense, if your chazan messes up, you better worry because he's the master, your shliach in spirit. Not a din, not as a practical nefkeministim being your shliach. In spirit, he's your shliach. Don't get anything from it. That's how everyone else learns. Besides the Rabbi don't read into it. Chasram, I don't want to say it's like Losh and Guzmer, it's like poetic or it's like flowery, but that is sort of what they're saying. That like, you better be careful because your chazan just messed up and he's your shliach. Not in din, he's not your shliach. In spirit, he's your shliach. Right, right, right. right. Chumra, he's not right. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Exactly. Says the Mishnah. Amru Allah wa Rabchanina Mendaisa. They said about Rabchanina Mendaisa about whom we're going to discuss a lot the next few days. That when he davened for sick people, he was able to say on the spot, immediate, instant results. It's the not the PCR, the instant. He's able to say, immediately, you would be able to say who's going to live and who's going to die. I'm like, how do you know? You're here and the guy's in Sinai. How do you know? Because I learned this mission seriously. If the tefillah is fluent in my mouth, I know that the tefillah is accepted. And if not, I know it's ripped up. Ahai. Which bracha, meaning it, we can't accept for a minute that if you mess up anywhere in Shemana Ezra, you're dead? Come back and not try it. People mess up all the time. That's too big of an order. It's too tall of an order. It's too impossible. Ahai. You must only be referring to a portion of Shemana Ezra. Which portion? And Siddhmar, Merbchia, Merbsafra, Mishimchad, Debe, Rebbe, Ba'avis. The answer to that question is no, it's only in Avis. Some people say, that answer, no, it's only an Ovis, it's like Jeopardy, was really meant to answer another question. Some people say that answer, quote, no, that's only in Ovis, was really meant to answer another question. someone that he has to have kavana in the entire Shemrashir. If he's incapable of having kavana throughout, he should have kavana in one bracha. Which one bracha? The answer is only in others. So, so it's both true. We have two dinim that the Gemara says, quote, it's only in others. So now it's like a category, Jared. Right, so we have two dinim that it's, quote, it's only in Ovis. Number one, if your tefillah is messed up, it's a bad sign for you, only in Ovis. 
Number two, if you don't have kavana, you're not yet, say only an avis. So now, this is a massively important thing. So first of all, before we even discuss the practical halachas, there's the famous, famous, famous Reb Chaim. Reb Chaim says that there's two dinim, there's two dinim in kavana. One, you're right, is only true in Avis. But one is true throughout Shemesri. What does Kavana mean? So probably most of you will mean translation, um, I'll translate as concentration. I don't, think that, I don't think that gets near the heart of it. Kavana means purposeful. Right? Uh, kivun is a direction. So when I'm walking purposely, I'm going in a direction. When I'm walking aimlessly, I have no direction. So kavana means purposefully. So one purposefulness of Shemonasri is that you should have kavana in the words you're saying. There's a purpose to what I'm saying. I'm not saying random words. There's a purpose of what I'm saying. There's kavana, there's direction in the words I'm saying. That is only ma'akib by Ovis. If you don't concentrate on what the words mean in other brachas and Shemona then you're taka But says Reb Chaim, there's another kavana. Who you're talking to and what you're doing. Right now, you are talking to the Rebbe and you are davening. Says Reb Chaim, that, in Reb Chaim's Lashen, is the haftza of tefillah. That is the definition of tefillah. If a person is not cognizant about who he's talking to, then he's not davening. The hefts of tefillah, the act of tefillah in and of itself requires an awareness of who you're talking to and what you're doing. If a person is unaware of who he's addressing and is uncognizant, I don't think that's a word, of who he's talking to, then that is not the hefts of tefillah. That's not limited to Ovis. If when you're saying Shema Kailenu, when you're saying Moedim, when you're saying Velam when you're saying Slach Lanu, you're, you're unaware or not present who you're talking to, that's not the act of tefillah. So forget Kavana, you're not doing the act of tefillah. Says Reb Chaim, this that tefillah without Kavana is only a problem, it's only a death knell in Ovis, is talking about that tefillah, tefillah B, kavana B, that you don't concentrate on the meaning of the words. And yes, if you're reading a Baruch Aleinu Hashem Lekeinu, and you're not aware of what the translation of the words are, you're not thinking about the translations of the word, you're still yaitzim, because you still have a tefillah, you just don't have kavana, and kavana is only ma'akim and avos. But if you're unaware of who you're talking to, and what you're doing, that is a psul throughout, and therefore, it, because it's not the heft of Tila. They say that if you declare in the beginning of Shemana I'm about to talk to the Rebbe Shalom, that satisfies Reb Chaim's requirements for the whole Shemana That once you've declared who you're talking to, that works throughout Shemana Because then as people ask, this is like as a question that will, of course... Uh, Kenzine, 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 Kenzine. Um, because people think, this, let's say in middle Shemana you start thinking about your to-do list. You start thinking about your to-do list in the middle of Shemana I'm sure it never happened to anyone here, but Amol, it happens. You start thinking about your to-do list in the middle of Shemana So are you cognizant that you're in front of the Rebbe So some people tell you, yeah, I'm cognizant, I'm aware, but I spaced out. 
Others will tell you, no, you're not cognizant of your So then you'll tell me I've never yet to Shemana like Reb Chaim. So for that, they say declaring in the beginning, that's enough. Okay, fine. Let's stop here for Chazar. We'll talk, like, before we go back to tomorrow night, we'll talk a couple more points of Kavana by Tfi.